Okay, the Goon Opticon is sort of back online, and luckily what that means is I was able to get a few hits on some of the crazy internet goons that we love to watch out for, and I can finally get off uh, that one guy, and something incredible happened. Now, I'm still trying to repair all this stuff. We're not quite there yet, but I found something amazing, a goon that I haven't seen in so long, all of a sudden pinged all over my radar. Somebody, and this is somebody I would check in on all the time back in the day. I, every once in a while, I would try to see, has this goon done anything? Has the old goon alarm gone off? There it is. And yes, it has. Ladies and gentlemen, Ilma Gore is back in the news. Now, if you don't know Ilma Gore, Ilma is a goon that we've covered for almost seven years now on this show. And she's odd in the Gooniverse because she has appeared and disappeared, appeared and disappeared. Many of the other law cows of the internet, they kind of bubble under the surface, always doing something worth mocking. But Ilma just goes viral and then she goes away. She's back in a big way. If you don't know my story with Ilma Gore, don't worry. I can catch you up real quick, okay? Over in the Pizza Fund, we have all the Ilma Gore episodes up right now for you to see in the $1 level, but I've got just a little bit of a taster here for you. Ilma Gore is an artist. However, I believe she's a con, con artist. artist. Ilma Gore is famous for getting tattooed and... As you'll see in this video, she ripped me off, she scammed me, and she grifted the entire internet. And things just got way, way crazier. Let's take a look at this. This is the story of Ilma Gore. is Ilma is tattooing her entire body with whatever you want to put on it. Now, it could be your name, someone else's name, a phrase that you like, complete strangers will decide the eventual shape of this very original piece of body art um, that will be permanently displayed on Ilma. And Ilma Gore joins us now from LA Ugh. where she's based. Good morning to you, Ilma. Ilma is the perfect name for her because she's making me Ilma. Um, I'm having people's names or tattoos they want tattooed onto my body from the neck down. Yeah. Um, for my latest art exhibition. Right, so anyone could uh, donate money and make that happen. Right, anything you want, except for hate and discrimination, but anything you want. Oh, okay, so I gotta get rid of all my ideas then. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably so. Sorry, man. Now, what is too, you, you mentioned there is a line, what is too far? What is something you would not get? Um, oh, well, there's, there's no too, I really don't want to restrict it. I just don't want anything that's like really obviously hateful or discriminative. Okay. So, you know, anything, anything that uh, hurts like a group of people then? Yeah, is, nothing that- That's like, too out of line. Singles out a group of people. That's understandable. It is your human body. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to walk around getting bashed and hated. Yeah, your your cor your corporal form, uh, you probably don't want to just be a walking hate crime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although it'd be pretty cool if you were. Um, you yeah, know. If, um, if I was doing this in jail, sure. Yeah, Charles Manson did it. We do have the big reveal. The, uh, the tattoo idea 
as submitted by our listeners and as designed by me today. <laughs> okay. Here's the design. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the design as voted by fans of Pot Awful. It is a fetus in a glass of Dr. Pepper. I love that so much. <laughs> um, oh my god, I would get this tattooed anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, don't tell them that. Then, then they won't want yeah, you to get it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, oh shit, I have to get this tattooed on me for yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. So I guess we did go a little bit penisy by saying also cocks. That's a little penisy. Yeah, which is, which is great because um, I'm gay, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that'll be terrific. Explain that to all your future girlfriends. <laughs> Here's the expose. Here's where things get messy. So I've been on her case for a while now. Those people who have been watching for a while, they know every few months I bring up Ilma and saying, "Got to see that tattoo, Ilma." I'm t- I'm tweeting at her all the time. Sometimes she responds. Sometimes she doesn't. So I went to her GoFundMe page, who it says. Money raised on this page is being donated to SPY, Safe Place for Youth, helping homeless youth in Los Angeles. So at a certain point during her donation campaign, I want to say I saw this for the first time around November of last year. She's gotten so many requests for tattoos, she's run out of room on her body for them. So any further donation she collects will go to SPY, aka Safe Place for Youth. So I looked up SPY. I wanted to know if this is a real thing. It is. It's a real organization. Here you go. It's uh, The website is safeplaceforyouth.org. It's a charity to help homeless kids in LA. Because I certainly haven't gotten a fucking tattoo out of it. If it went to help homeless kids, I might not feel so fucking bad, right? Yeah, you're just like, whatever. I, I, you okay, scratch yeah. it off. Yeah, right? you scratch it off. I contacted Spy. I said, do you know where? They said yes. I was surprised. I didn't think they'd even know who she was. They said yes. They said, last time we spoke to her was in <coughs> December. December. I contacted them in early summer. They say December. I said, really? Have you received any donations from her? She, they said, no, nothing. Uh, they said, we, we're hoping too soon. I gave it a month. I contacted them again. I said, have you heard from Ilma at all? They said, no. I said, that's very disappointing. I've donated money to her, and uh, people are still donating money to her campaign. Are you guys worried at all? They said, we're not sitting here you know, waiting for it, but we're, we're hoping to hear from her soon. I'll let, And they said, I'll let you know. We had a, a back-and-forth correspondent. They told me they'd let me know once they hear from her. Never heard from them. Ilma is a fraud. So I wondered, where did the money go? So I followed the rabbit the hole. Rabbit hole. And I went to Ilma Gore's website. It wasn't much of a rabbit hole. It was literally just one. Right. I went to Ilma's website. And what do I see on the front page? Well, it's funny you should mention a gold toilet and a weird, expensive toilet. What was on the front page, the most recent project from Ilma Gore, but the Louis Vuitton toilet? This toilet was created over three months using 24 different authentic Louis Vuitton bags. 
The aim was to critique the relationship between appearance, illusion, and value. And I like that she explains her fucking art, which is what you're not supposed to do. Like, right. I, I think we fucking get it, Ilmo, what this is supposed to be a critique of. It's what... a toilet made out of nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. We get it. You're shitting into a nice handbag. That is literally where the money went. She flushed that money down a gold toilet. Here she is. There you go. So that is where the safe place for youth money went is right into that fucking And they're not, toilet. those poor kids are not even allowed to take a shit in that toilet. <laughs> well, they, because they're not allowed indoors. If they go inside, they're no longer homeless. That's it. I get a message from Ilma. I get it under her real name. Her real name, Ashley Gore. Ashley sends me a message and says, Hey, sorry for fucking you around on this one with the delay on this. I'm triggered, triggered. She literally used the word triggered. I'm triggered easily, as you know, and this whole thing has taken way longer than expected. Here's a pick. It's not colored yet. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. Ilma Gore has gotten the pot awful fetus tattoo. And apparently, according to Ilma, we are going to get full color on this image. There's just one little problem, Ilma. Why doesn't the can say Dr. Pepper on it? And I'm still mad about that to this day. Ilma Gore is now a toilet artist, obviously. A con artist, of course. A scammer, a grifter. She grifted me. She grifted my audience. She's grifting the internet. But it's not just me versus Ilma anymore. No, now I've got backup. Believe it or not, now it's Marilyn Manson versus Ilma Gore. Because Ilma Gore is dating the chick from Westworld and they're trying to take him down me, me too, too style. style. It's the most incredible, bizarre, strange, and quite frankly, exciting crossover goon event of all time. Thank you, Goon Opticon, for coming back online for just this minute because we're going to go over the entire court doc. Marilyn Manson is suing a pod-awful goon. Unbelievable. I mean, can you believe? Dear God is real, and we get to live in this timeline with him. Unbelievable. Thank you to everybody. Thank you for being here. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful sucks. The Artist three. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pod Awful. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. And we are live as we are on Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, podawful.tv, awful.tube. You can find us. We're also live on Wednesdays in the Pizza Fund over at podawful.pizza. And things are finally back on schedule, even with all the repairs still going on here at the moon base. We will just keep doing shows. Don't worry, because I got ideas. I got shows. I got so much stuff backed up. In fact, there's new shows being made even while we're not online. So share that show. 
Awful.tube is the short link. Awful.tube. And let's get people watching this live because this might be the biggest story that Pod Awful's ever been involved with. I mean, technically speaking, except for um, 9-11. Oh, and Jan 6. We were kind of involved with those two. But other than those, goon-wise, this is huge. This is like unbelievably crazy big. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm awestruck by all of this. And I wouldn't even know this is going on. If it weren't for my lawyer, my blackface lawyer, Nick Recchietta. I'm a killer gorilla. Now, you guys know Nick, uh, of course. George, Maddox, Buddy, he's my blackface lawyer, and he is huge on YouTube. He retweeted Marilyn Manson. (laughs) Marilyn Manson put out a lawsuit, a Google Doc. We're going to go over the whole thing. It's incredible. But I do want to give a shout out to Nick. Um, First thing right now, before we start going over this, and... Trust me, these the details in this thing are nuts. <laughs> I can't believe it. The, the things that you're going to find out about Ilma Gore, if you've been following along with the pot awful lore for all these years, by the way, this is going to feel like such incredible vindication. Nick Ricada, he's on his uh, channel, Ricada Law, and he starts talking about the Marilyn Manson thing. Let's take a look at what Nick had to say. This is important. This is Marilyn Manson, Brian Warner, professionally known as Marilyn Manson, versus Evan Rachel Wood, Ashley Gore, uh, a.k.a. Ilma Gore. Now, uh, oh, 14,000 points, he says, not dollars. Thank God. Uh that's a lot of dollars. Now, as you can see, Nick's not doing a great job with it. That's why we're going to have to go over this document. Nick didn't do, he wasn't on his A game. He was a little deep into the big boy drinks at this point in the stream. Now, but he did do something cool. Take a look at this. I'm told that uh, Il- this is a real, actual, actual lawyer. 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 <laughs> he has a business. He is allowed to practice law according to some sort of state. One of the flyover ones. Uh, Ilma Gore has actually been on the Pod Awful podcast. Look at that. You guys are familiar. You guys know uh, about Pod that. Pod Awful is I Jesse got excited. Uh, he, is the, he is the person who delivered a box of diapers to Ethan Ralph, <laughs> which is very, very angering to Ethan Ralph. I've done other uh, stuff. On the Kino Casino live stream, which, of course... Despite Jesse doing that, I was somehow blamed for it while my segment was pre-recorded. So, uh, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> no, that was, uh, but that was Jesse who uh, who delivered a box of diapers to Ethan Ralph, um, which was very very triggering for him. Now, don't forget, there's thousands and thousands of people watching this stream. Like this is huge. Uh, but Jesse sent me some info that Illigore's been on been on the show. And actually has a tattoo of podawful.com. Uh, and, uh, and I have that here. So this is, before we get into it, I figured I'd go ahead and bring up the, uh, the picture. So he shows the podawful Ilma Gore tattoo on his stream. Look at this. So there's this uh, image here, which is a Pepsi. No, okay, and this is what I'm talking about. It's a Pepsi? Or something. Oh, my God. 
this is the problem I have with Ilma not getting all the details filled in. As far as I know, she never did. She promised us she was going to color this in, but it is an egregious misstep to not, at the very least, put on the can Dr. Pepper, which, of course, Potawful is sponsored by. Old school style. Grab your Dr. Peppers, ladies and gentlemen. Mmm. Dr. Pepper, the big boy drink of choice here at Pod Awful. But poor Nick Ricada sitting there. He doesn't know what's going on. He's completely confused. Some sort of soda, cola. Yeah, some and, sort. Uh, a baby in a drink. Well, like an embryo or a fetus or whatever. And the other part of her tattoo is also CoxPodAwful.com. <laughs> Very nice. That's cool. So, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> I love when people cover pot awful and all they can say about it is so that's something I get. Uh, the guy went to a man's house and gave him diapers. I don't know. That happened. I guess I don't really know what else to say about that. I know I get it. So if you're like me, you don't keep up with this sort of celebrity gossip news. I'm going to warn the people out there who are watching this. Um, the beautiful people who are watching this right now. I am not a Marilyn Manson fan. I am not on the side of Marilyn Manson, okay? I have to make this extremely clear. In fact, I don't particularly like his music. I think I like two of his songs. I find him to be an, um, an amazing, like a, a, a true genius of an artist. I really do, but I can't listen to that music. That one where he's like, rebel, rebel, body, body, sex, sex, boo, 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 bee, 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 boo, boo, pee, pee. I can't, if I even read the lyrics of that, I shrivel up and die inside. I can't believe anyone gets anything out of that. He's got a couple good songs. We're not pro-Manson. We are anti-Ilma Gore, okay? Just... So we're 100% clear. But here's what's been going on. I have been vaguely aware of this news that uh, some lady's been accusing Marilyn Manson of impropriety. There's even these whispers of pedophilia out there and as a non-Manson fan I can sit here and go yeah probably I don't know look at him <laughs> you know it's pretty reasonable to think that maybe something's going on over there like uh, he did have a tour called um the like the smell of children or something I don't know that was a long long time ago but this is the type of guy who probably has a collection of child prosthetic legs which I actually also had at one time. So again, I appreciate him as a genius. You were, Listen, you always have to separate the art from the artist. In case we're wrong, we're technically going to be agreeing that Marilyn Manson did nothing wrong here. Part of that is because I am at the point now with this whole Me Too thing that I simply believe no women. Now, that makes me a victim if you think about it. If you really, really consider it, who are the true victims of the Me Too movement? It's all the men who can no longer trust any of the women in their lives to ever tell the truth again because they keep lying about this stuff. And you saw it happen to Johnny Depp with this Amber Heard lady. All of the women out there on YouTube are very up in arms about this. They're up in arms about this Marilyn Manson thing too. It turns out Marilyn Manson and Johnny Depp are friends. So just in case later on, this is my disclaimer, just in case later on it comes out actually Marilyn Manson did in fact have a pedophile dungeon where there were tons of evaporated child skeletons down there that that were just if you if you turned a black light on in there which by the way are probably the only types of lights 
inside Marilyn Manson's house. If you were to turn on a black light in there, you would be blinded. It would be like the force of a thousand suns directly in your face. So you really, you probably ought to stay out of the basement of Maryland. I get it. Again, I separate the art from the artist. In fact, there's um like one of my favorite uh, guys of all time. One of my favorite performers is this guy named Le Petomain. He is a, uh, he was a, a French performer. And what he would do is he would go around. He had a world tour where he'd go around and get on stage and he'd pass gas. And audiences loved it. They would, oh, they, the aroma. I don't know, you know, I wasn't there live for it. I don't know if they enjoyed the sounds of flatulence or if they enjoyed the bouquet. But here's what I know. I know if I found out tomorrow that on his world tour, he was going around and uh, jumping out of bushes and knife raping a woman, you know, every day he's wearing a balaclava, the whole classic look. And every single pit stop, that was his thing. He'd get on stage, he'd let out a few toots, then he would find some woman from the crowd and hold her down and do what a French man does, which again, makes it pretty believable. I'm the type of guy who can separate the fart from the fartest. Thank you. There's a long way to go for that one, I know. But let's keep in mind, this is the man who you've heard many times you know, as a child, you've heard very odd rumors about this guy. Um, you heard that he stomped a puppy's head in on stage. And, of course, the classic. You heard that he removed two ribs so he could check out his own natural illustrations, let's put it. And I find that to be very interesting, actually, because if you think about it, um, God removed Adam's rib so that he could suck his own dick through Eve. But in a way, if you were to take, if women are ribs and you remove two of them, I feel like that was sort of a symbolic gesture on Marilyn Manson's part to remove himself from Evan Rachel Wood, his accuser, and Ilma Gore, our goon, who is somehow involved. Now, apparently they're putting out a documentary, okay? It's coming out on HBO. I happen to have, it's a two-parter. I happen to have secretly, privately. I can't tell you how I got this. It's very cool, though. I have early access to this documentary. I haven't watched it yet, but I have the first half of this doc, and we will be watching it at some point. We'll do a viewing party in the pizza fund. This is quasi-legal, so we have to do it in the pizza fund, but we will check that out. We'll do a surviving the Ilma Gore Marilyn Manson documentary here soon i promise you on that one okay but i just got the uh, file it look it's pretty good quality looks pretty good and i'm sitting here wondering how how are they going to put out this documentary that is accusing marilyn manson of all this stuff after he released this lawsuit document the information in this doc is going to make evan rachel wood again she is the chick from westworld you know the blonde girl from that you've seen her in a bunch of things it's against her and it's against Ilma Gore, and it's going to make them both look like such imbeciles, such buffoons, that I can't see how you could possibly still put out a documentary and go, oh, actually, we're the ones who are in the right. We're, actually, I'm not, I'm not a well-known grifter who's been called out a million times online. Actually, this, this time I'm telling the truth. I know I defrauded a children's charity, a homeless children's charity, which, worst of all, there it was an LGBT homeless children's charity. 
I always assumed she picked that because maybe she was homeless at a certain point. It turns out Ilma Gore has not only led a life of crime this whole time, she was never in dire straits or anything. You're going to see. It's incredible the stuff we've got a hold of here. Uh, This document is unreal, and we're going to take a look at it right after a word from our sponsor. Thank God. God, awful is back, baby. And the earth is flat, not round. Support the show. Join the pizza fun. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. This is what made me a flat earther, they say in the chat room. Let's check and see what they're saying in the chat room right now. People are arguing over the rib thing. You guys think you really did it? <laughs> Listen, I don't think Marilyn Manson did most of the things Marilyn Manson has been accused of. This was the one time where I heard it and I was like, all right, yeah, maybe. And now I kind of don't believe it at all. Again, we're just anti-Ilma Gore. We'll see what happens. Let's see what they're saying in that chat. Uh, The earth is flat, not round. This is what made me believe in flat earth. Okay, that's very strange. Just like Adam, Manson created Ilma Gore from the rib he removed to suck his own dick. Exactly. Evan Rachel Wood was also in 13, probably where she learned how to be gay. Now, that's an interesting comment, Thurkatron. I'm not sure if that's how gay works, but maybe. Um, It's really not that hard to S your own D. Try it. You know what? As a child, I did, and you're right. You absolutely can do that with your entire set of ribs intact. Do not pay money to your plastic surgeon to remove vital components of your body simply to insert your penis into your own mouth. It can easily be done on its own. Um, show me the pretty eyes heel. I don't know what that means. Manson's titties, though. Listen. I mean, as far as guys go, Manson had a nice set of them. All right. So here's what we got to do. I've got this whole long, boring legal document. You can't look at a legal document and go, oh, this looks like fun, can you? Unless, of course, you set it up the right way. So, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Ricada couldn't do it right. So I'm going to have to do his job for him. Welcome to Pod Splaining the Webernets with Jesse P.S. All right. So now we're, you know, I'm a pizza lawyer. I know a thing or two about the law. I can actually go through a legal document and understand all this stuff. And I have been really researching this. Oh, wait, I forgot one thing. Okay, there we go. Uh, George Maddox, buddy, defamation is only defamation if it's not mm, true. Okay, here we go. Now, this document is complete. Oh, yeah, I do have my big boy drink. Don't worry. How does he drink with this huge nose? Mm. Okay, make sure... (coughs) 
<laughs> it went up my plastic nose. Make sure you guys are drinking your Dr. Peppers out there. All right, Pizza Lawyer, Pizza Law, LMFAO, they say in the chat room. Okay. Okay. Let's see what the document says. Now, this is incredible. Okay. Uh, attorneys for Plaintiff Brian Warner. <laughs> I love, by the way, Marilyn Manson's name's just Brian. I'm Brian. <laughs> he's got to hate that. You know he hates when somebody's like, hey, Brian. He's like, oh, man, come on. No. Please call me Manson. My friends call me Manson, please. Superior Court of the State of California. So we got Brian Warner, PKA, as in professionally known as Marilyn Manson, plaintiff versus, this is so crazy, Evan Rachel Wood, colon, Ashley Gore, AKA Ilmagore. And what I love about that is his lawyers are like, no, 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 no. Marilyn Manson is professionally known as Marilyn Manson. Ilma Gore doesn't have a job. She's not professionally known as anything. She's just AKA. I have autism. I can't help it. <laughs> that is so funny. It's very funny when lawyers are like privately, secretly using lawyer speak to throw shade at people. So here's the complaint. Number one, intention, infl intentional infliction of emotional distress. Number two, defamation per se. Ooh, it's a type of defamation, I guess. Let me just put on my lawyer nose here. It's sort of a defamation, okay? Number three, violation of the Comprehensive Computer Data and Access Fraud Act. All right, that sounds crazy. Number four, impersonation over the internet, and they demand a jury trial. So that's pretty exciting. It, when somebody wants a jury, they're pretty sure they can make this happen. They're pretty sure that they're going to get what they want. Out. They, can, they can convince people they're right. And let me tell you something. I read this document. I'm convinced. Um, okay, here we go. Introduction. This action arises from the wrongful and illegal acts. Crimes. Oh my God, that was way too loud. I'm sorry. I did not realize how sensitive my microphone is. Let's try that one more time. Crimes. The illegal acts done in furtherance of a conspiracy. Oh my God, this is a conspiracy theory now. By defendant Evan Rachel Wood and her on-again off again, romantic partner. I mean, you saw the beginning of the show. I have spoken to Evan Rachel Wood's girlfriend. <laughs> what? Her uh, on again, off again, romantic partner, defendant Ashley Gore, a.k.a. Ilma Gore, again, not P.K.A., to publicly cast plaintiff Brian Warner, P.K.A. Marilyn Manson, as a rapist and abuser, a malicious falsehood that has derailed Warner's successful music, TV, and film career. Okay, let's not bite off more than we can chew here. Look, I'll give you music. Are we counting music videos as TV? I'll give you that one if we are. Film. <laughs> a little shaky. Wood was in a serious romantic relationship with Warner from 2006 to 2010, which, you know, it seems like it seems like now is the time to bring this up. <laughs> that is 
I know the argument. I know that the argument is going to be like, oh, the trauma. The trauma prevented me from doing it. But uh, the lawyer in me, hello. The lawyer in me says that maybe there was something monetarily to gain here. What with a documentary coming out soon. But I don't know. I'm just a Ricada. What do I know? During which time she soaked up the spirited rock and roll lifestyle. Wow. The K- uh, that sounds a lot like a euphemism for the old red snapper routine that came with being Warner's significant other. For the first time, I this is quoting her, for the first time, I really feel like I'm around somebody and in an environment where I can just let go and not worry about being judged. It would, I mean, yeah, I feel like when you walk next to Marilyn Mance, it's like being the second most attractive girl at school. All you have to do is get a pretty fat friend and you look leagues and leagues hotter. If you're standing next to this stute fish of a girl, this short and stout, here's my uh, handle, here's my spout kind of girl, you look hot as fuck. If you're standing next to Marilyn Manson and he's going, he has to go when he walks down the street, he's walking down Hollywood Boulevard or La Cienega or something. And he's, he has to be going like, ah, I'm crazy. He can never be seen out of character. It would look bizarre. You know, he's going out in the makeup. We've seen him out in the makeup at the very least. He's out with a fedora on, you know, something, a chain wallet. He probably dresses in his off time. He probably dresses a lot like Maddox. When he's not wearing the makeup, he's got some amount of that. But the second somebody is looking at him with that, like, do I recognize? Wait, hang on a second. And before they can say Brian Warner, he goes poof. And suddenly he's got tubes coming out of his back and they're going into his eyeballs and his fingernails are really long. And he's like, Billy Zane is there throwing money at him. So what does it say here for the first time? Yeah, she didn't have to feel judged. Really? Standing next to the um, alien demon creature? (laughs) You didn't have to feel judged? And I know a lot of you are thinking, with the way he looks, he's got to be a pedo. But let's keep in mind, as far as this makeup-wearing alien demon androgynous character goes, he's the only one I know of that hasn't attempted to have drag queen story hour at the local library. So I kind of trust him. She was craving danger and excitement, they quote her saying. And as she would later explain, being with Manson put my creativity into overdrive. I could see that. Despite Warner's public shock rocker persona, ooh, the shock rocker versus the con artist, they had, in Wood's words, a healthy, loving relationship. It was like, leave it to Beaver behind closed doors. She was a real June. She put on her pearls to vacuum while Marilyn dusted off his bat collection or something. I don't know. This is who I am, and this is who I've always wanted to be. And I'm finally with somebody who lets me be who I want to be. Smash cut to today. Ah! Wait, no, I was being gaslit. Yeah, of course you were being gaslit. Marilyn Manson lives in a haunted house. The only types of lights are, again, black or gas. These are your options. What did you expect getting into a relationship with Marilyn Manson? In the 10 years after they split, man, I need to cool off here. 
I'm getting warm just reading this. In the 10 years after they split, Wood never once accused Warner of abuse. I can't say Warner. It feels weird. If I want to say Wiener when I see it. Once never accused Wiener of abuse. That is, until she met Gore. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So, <laughs> oh my God. The actual document says a grifter who understood that an organized attack on Warner, spearheaded by Wood's own fabricated revelation of rape and abuse, could benefit them both. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> a, this is now a court record that Ilma Gore is potentially is accused of being a grifter. But the crazy thing about this document is they back it up. I wish to God they backed it up with Gore is well known for defrauding a small time podcaster slash retard named Jesse P.S. But unfortunately, we're not in there. Marilyn, though, if you ever see this, buddy, again, I'm not I'm I'm a big fan of your art. You know, just you as a guy. I would love to talk about this. I am fully willing to hear you out. I do believe everything inside this document. So, um, you know, if you ever want to, if you need me to give an affidavit, I'm happy. I've done it before. I'm happy to do it. Call me up, Marilyn. I mean, sorry, Manson. He prefers Manson. I never think of you as Brian. To even, uh, Brian died long ago. That was your dead name. Again, don't go to the library. Please do not go to the library on a Sunday. Anyway, uh, so it could benefit them both. With Gore's help, Wood could be rebranded from somebody, from someone who still might be best known for dating Marilyn Manson a decade ago. I'm not sure that's true. Into an outspoken standard bearer for victims of domestic violence or sexual assault thereby absolving her reputation for having a wild past and her embarrassment for having been in a long-term relationship with Marilyn Manson. Wait a second. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. You don't want it on the record that somebody would be embarrassed by dating you. Also, I mean, let's face it, like Marilyn Manson, he's got a pretty good, as far as track record of ladies goes, he's got a decent lumber list there i mean he got rose mcgowan prime prime rose mcgowan height of beauty um and, and absolute rock bottom of craziness that is exactly he somehow perfected the matrix and got her boom and then was out of there i don't know how he did it probably by being a shock rocker And so, and they back all this up. All of these have, uh, you know, links. <laughs> what did they do? What did courts do before links were available? Did it, was it just like, uh, was there a footnote and it said, uh, a guy said this is true. You know, Bill? Bill said it's real. Bill down the street. So anyway, it goes on to say, to that end, for at least the last two years, Gore and Wood have secretly recruited coordinated and pressured prospective accusers to emerge simultaneously with allegations of rape and abuse against Warner and brazenly claim 
that it took 10 or more years to realize their consensual relationships with Warner were supposedly abusive. Wait a second. Did, oh, okay. No, this is reading a little funny. Just to be clear, Ilma Gore never had a relationship with Marilyn Manson. This is reading like that's what they meant to say there, but they mean um, Evan Rachel Wood and these people they've recruited have potentially had relationships with him. Woods and Gore's wrongful conduct in furtherance of their conspiracy is staggering. Staggering. I love to hear the word staggering when it comes to a goon's criminal actions. Here's some of the things they did. They impersonated. This is nuts. This is something I would be accused of. You should never be famous and being accused of what I'm about to read here. They impersonated an actual agent of the Federal Bureau of Investigation by forging and distributing a fictitious letter from the agent to create the false appearance that Warner's alleged victims and their families were in danger and that there was a federal criminal investigation of Warner ongoing. Now, I have had goons say they have called the FBI on me. I have had goons say that I've been monkeying around and, and, and impersonating people before, but I have never seen a goon actually attempt to impersonate the FBI themselves in order to scare off somebody, especially me. That is legitimately crazy, and I guarantee you, it was completely masterminded by Ilma Gore. And you'll believe that too after you hear the rest of this. They provided checklists and scripts to prospective accusers listing the specific alleged acts of abuse that they should claim against Warner. So they're like coaching victims on what to say. They made knowingly false statements to prospective accusers which have since been reputed, uh, sorry, repeated by those accusers in court filings, including the defamatory claim that Warmer filmed the sexual assault of a minor. So this addresses everything. This is even addressing the pedophilia stuff. Let's see what they're saying in the chat room right now. That is staggering. Hold on. Maybe they simply identified as FBI agents. That's true. Ilmagore, technically speaking, Ilmagore is gender fluid and if she identified as a three-letter agency that day she's allowed to do that and you are the bigot for denying her her trans rights thank you for that in the chat room officer big mac fbi that fbi letter was just an art installation yeah it was all that you know it's that modern art stuff it's performance art no no no. you see no what i was doing right what i was doing wasn't criminal it was autistic and actually i was inspired by marilyn in a way he's the criminal if you think about it because i was inspired by what he had by the way the point of this piece was to um get more famous and make money don't explain the art ilma keep that to yourself that's actually going to become a problem here in a second so they uh they made knowingly false statements additionally In furtherance of their conspiracy, Gore solicited Warner's personal information, 
including logins and passwords from former employees who were entrusted with such information. She, oh my God, she hacked Warner's computers, phones, email accounts, and or social media accounts. She's getting into the mind frames. Um, and unfortunately, most of her attempts at hacking, uh, it actually, it returned to her like a boomerang. Uh, she created a fictitious email account to manufacture. What is, is she pot awful? What is she up to? This is what we do. She created a fictitious email account to manufacture purported evidence that Warner was emailing illicit pornography and holy shit. Swatted Marilyn Manson. So Ilma Gore is 4chan at this point. She's the hacker known as 4chan. She swatted him. He got swatted. I didn't even know you could swat a famous guy. I thought you called the police on a famous guy and the police were like, okay. And they just call him and go, are you okay? And then he's like, I guess. And they go, okay, thank you. And hang up. Who's ever heard of a famous person? Like an actual, I'm talking about actual famous people, not Tim Pool. Just to be clear, you know, mega star people. So she swatted Warner just days after Wood suddenly appeared all over the media in order to draw further unwanted attention to Warner and to the false allegations Wood and Gore conspired to have made against him. And that's true. This was right after she said, it's Marilyn Manson. She went forever not naming her rapist. Not, she, her, she accused somebody of raping her and then years later said, it's Marilyn Manson. And then like a day or two later, after a few of those news articles were out about that, Marilyn Manson gets swatted. So, of course, what happens when you go to look at those swatted articles? When, the, when BuzzFeed says, Marilyn Manson got swatted. When TMZ shows up at his door. Going, oh my God, the police are here. They, of course, include in the article, by the way, he was just recently accused of sexual assault. What a coincidence. The wrongful conduct alleged herein has been invasive, harassing, defamatory, and otherwise injurious to Warner and his career, personal life, and well-being. Accordingly, Warner has brought this action seeking general, special, and punitive damages against Wood and Gore in an amount to be determined at trial and an injunction preventing their future wrongful conduct. This could financially ruin Ilma Gore. You love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. That... $18,000 she grifted off of people for that tattoo thing? Bye. Remember that $110 I gave you, Ilma? That's gone forever. All of your money is now gone. All of your money now belongs to the beautiful people, man. The man sucking on tubes. <laughs> the man with, a, with an old-timey dental apparatus in his mouth going, ah, into his own bathroom mirror to see if it looks scary. That man now owns all your money. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, um, it hasn't happened yet. He might lose. But what, with the things I've read in this thing, I don't see how he could. It's, it's very, very persuasive. Um, in fact, it's so persuasive, I actually ended up 
on a uh, a YouTuber's, uh, I don't know if they call it a show or a stream or whatever you would call it here, but uh, this, uh, this lady's name's Colonel Kurtz. Colonel Kurtz had me on her uh, YouTube program, and uh, I'd like to show you a little bit of it. Um, it was a pretty fun interview. Now, she goes all, like, completely deep into this Marilyn Manson stuff. She covers all this stuff. I think I'm going to go back on her show sometime. I'll, uh, we'll take a little break from the allegations here for a second and enjoy just a little bit of my interview with Colonel Kurtz. And uh, make sure you go check out her channel. Check out the full interview with her and uh, subscribe to her, I guess. It's right before the documentary. So I, I don't do know. You, do you think they like add on, tack on, edit in a little thing about a this? Disclaimer? A disclaimer? Disclaimer. <laughs> They should. They certainly should. Yeah, they certainly should. It's going to look real bad in the documentary when they're like, yeah, the FBI is on this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ilma Gore sitting there over her laptop going, hello, I'm an FBI agent. I'm with the FBI. I'm coming to get you, Mayor Brian. You know what's so funny, too? I feel so bad for Marilyn Manson because this, you can tell, especially over the past couple of years, that this is like really, this has hurt him. He absolutely, did, like, assuming this is what his claims are true, and I do assume that, um, he was severely hurt by this. Yeah, no, it's, it's been rough, I'm sure. Now, you, you know that Ilma Gore squatted them too. Did you read that part of it? Yeah, I saw the, the video because she sent paparazzi to his house to, to like film him getting swatted by her. That is, that is, <laughs> but the, it is it's just a part of it where I was like, wait a second, hang on. But poor Marilyn Manson. I mean, the guy's name, you know, his whole image is like uh, is trying to look, you know, like mis like creepy and mysterious and evil and everything. And so whenever anybody would say like it used to be, I don't know. I don't know how uh, how old a lady you are, but I'm I'm of a certain age where in school, um they'd said Marilyn Manson had some of his ribs removed. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and so if you're Marilyn Manson, though, somebody starts a rumor like that about you, you're supposed to go, yeah, it's true. You know, you're supposed to like, let that go or like whatever. And so for years, this like, you know, the Columbine stuff, all that, he addressed that one, obviously, but all these things would be said about him. You know, he drinks blood and stuff and he's got to go. Yeah, I do. Because right. he's the antichrist or whatever. Right. He's scary. And then some ladies like uh, he's got a he's got a bad girl room and locks me in it and he uh, he raped me the worst thing ever, and then he's got to go. Uh, actually, my name's Brian. I'm just a guy. I'm just like a normal guy. Like my neck is fat now. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm just some. This is a contact lens, by the way. He's like it, he's like horrifically quickly trying to take out his contacts going like, right. i'm just a man i'm just like, basically God. like trying to quickly he has to kind of like unravel an entire image that he spent decades constructing yeah. right yeah it's all right well um i'm definitely gonna all right, so that's uh our, those those of our those are that's our colonel kurtz right there and uh, i think she's in the chat right now as well go check that out full interview and later on after you go check out her version I'll, I'll have up um i recorded on my end too and i'll have the uncut version of that in the pizza fund where by the way for one dollar right now you get access to our archives of all the shows that we can no longer post on youtube i was kicked off of youtube 
I was falsely terminated on an old channel. And so YouTube doesn't allow any of that content on its platform anymore. anymore. So I don't have the ability to put that stuff out anywhere. So we got to put it in the pizza fund. I put it behind the $1 level. So you guys, you know, it's a buck, a dollar a month. You, you get access to the archives. And again, I've uploaded uh, just about, I think everything I could find, every episode we've ever done on Ilmagore is in there right now. Plus, Tons and tons and tons of stuff. Uh, this show's existed for 13 years. There's a lot of content in there for only $1. Podawful.pizza, and I will be throwing uh, that full interview in there at some point as well. Um, but don't you feel bad for... I mean, it's true, right? Marilyn Man Poor Marilyn Manson sitting there like... The past, I don't know, 30 years of his life is him going, I I'm evil, I'm from hell. <laughs> I'm a scary, I'm a scary man. I'm, I'm the Munsters. I'm the Adams family. And now suddenly Gomez has got to go. Actually, I've never met a, a hand that just runs around on it. So I don't know what you're talking about. A pile, a, a sentient pile of hair with little round glasses. That no, that's just some podcaster I listen to. That's not that's not my cousin. I don't know what you mean. Poor Marilyn Manson. And I've been thinking this for a while now, for a few years, like he got a, he just got a little fat. And it became this thing where his entire neck was like a bullfrog. And again, this is no hate on Marilyn Manson. I mean, he's 53 years old, I think. You know, it's, it's going to happen at some point. This is just going to happen. It's just aging. But when you've never aged out of the makeup thing, when you've never aged out of the goth person, an old goth is something very few people can get away with. And so now I think this thing's been killing him so bad. You'll see he'll wear like this uh, sweater thing where he pulls it. I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of, I don't, maybe it's a child's back brace or something, some medical device, some oddity he's got on where it covers his neck. You can tell he's always trying to hide the neck now because he wants to put her the makeup. He wants to be one of the beautiful people. You know, this whole thing has devastated him. He could probably lose the weight. He could probably get on the right track again, but his whole life is shattering around him. These disgusting succubi this ilma gore has ruined this man to the point where he can no longer larp as the antichrist and i'm against that i me personally i like when a guy is spooky and macabre i want a guy to you know i want peewee herman to always look like this weird creepy child man and then you find out peewee herman's got the neck thing too and he's taking tape and taping his neck fold back I, maybe at a certain point, you just got to hang up the spurs on being a weird character of the earth. <laughs> one, of, one of humanity's human macabres. But I would like to see Marilyn Manson back to a place where he can be thin again. He can figure out whatever's going Plastic surgery, whatever you got to get, man. I mean, again, you had your ribs removed. Get this thing gone. Maybe he can't afford it. Maybe the legal fees alone are killing this man. And unfortunately... Even if he wins this case, he's never going to get anything out of Ilma Gore because that bitch is broke. <laughs> I mean, that bitch is broke, broke, and we're going to see that right here. Let's take a look at the document again, shall we? Okay. My name's Brian. I don't know what you mean. I don't have a secret room behind a bookcase full of human skulls. I'm Brian. All right. So what does it say here? Um, 
parties. Plaintiff Brian Warner, PKA Marilyn Manson, uh, has been at, oh, this is interesting, actually, has been at all relevant times a California resident, specifically in Los Angeles County. Upon information and belief, defendant Evan Rachel Wood is a Tennessee resident. Now, this is, uh, this is where there's like a little bit of, of uh, a kerfuffle as well. She suddenly moved to Tennessee, and apparently there's now a custody case between her and the father of her child. She moved the kid out to Tennessee. He's still in Los Angeles. He wants to see his kid. He's battling her in court for the right to do it, and she is using her fear of being raped by Marilyn Manson. Like he's a Dracula, by the way. I know you invited him in the one time, but he doesn't, he doesn't appear in the night. If you stand in front of the mirror and say Manson three times, he doesn't show up. That's Biggie Small. That actually does work. So, and by the way, would you even be upset if he did it? So I, she's using this as an excuse to not let her... It's, it's getting pretty obvious that there's other motivating factors to keep up this charade. But here's where things get crazy. Upon information and belief, Wood was a California resident until November 2020 and regularly came to Los Angeles County between January 2019 and November 2021 to conduct business, including on behalf of the Phoenix Act. Y'all some retards. I can't tell you how many times I run into this word Phoenix and it ends up being goon related. By the way, we've got a lot of Rufio Fionix news coming to you soon here, but I saw Phoenix Act and I lost it completely. So she's working on something called the Phoenix Act, a California registered nonprofit corporation entity uh, whose principal place of business is in South Pasadena, California, and of which she is a corporate officer. Now, if you ever saw Evan Rachel Wood in the news talking about this, like sitting in front of, um, you know, our our, uh, elected officials and stuff, trying to get them to pass laws in California, then you know that the Phoenix Corporation here, the Phoenix Act, whatever this thing is, this is the thing that she and Ilma Gore started to try to get the ball rolling on this, where they're speaking for rape survivors and all that stuff. Their, their stated intention was to um, lengthen the statute of limitations on reporting stuff like this, and they were semi-successful in doing that. Upon information and belief, defendant Ashley Gore, a.k.a. Ilma Gore, is a Florida Florida resident. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. Yeah, that's based. Now, I don't know if you find that as funny as I do, but Ilma Gore, for as long as I have known her, has held herself out to be a Los Angeles resident. On her Twitter, it says she lives in Los Angeles. On every website she's ever made, it says she works out of Los Angeles. If you were to ask her right now where she lives, she would tell you Los Angeles because that's cool. Because that's anti-Trump. Because when she was in L.A., she claims a guy jumped out of his car and went, Trump 2020, and beat her in the eye. Long before Jussie Smollett said the same thing, by the way. We covered that on Pod Awful first. And 
the irony of her now having being forced to no longer afford living in California, to no longer afford living in Los Angeles, to live in the state where Donald Trump currently lives is so fucking funny to me. I don't really know what to do with myself. Bottle for one. Bottle for one. It's too funny. It's too funny. I would I would kill to know how close she is to Mar-a-Lago. I'm assuming she's in the panhandle. She just gives off panhandle energy, what with being a grifter and all. But if she was nearby Trump, that would be the greatest thing of all time. Um, but anyway, this says it's their belief she lives there. Maybe they're wrong. I don't know. Upon information and belief, Gore regularly came to Los Angeles County between January 29th and November 2021 to conduct business, including on behalf of the Phoenix Act. So that implies she's going back and forth between Florida and Los Angeles. Uh, jurisdiction and venue. This court, blah, you know, this part's not important. They're just trying to argue why they should be able to do this in California. Factual allegations. Wood is a film and TV actress. She and Warner, a musician, writer, filmmaker, and visual artist known professionally as Marilyn Manson, were in a romantic relationship from approximately 2006 to 2010. I just don't want to miss anything good here. In 2016, while promoting the HBO show Westworld... (laughs) Sorry, I just... Every time I think of that, I just realize I'm now one step removed from Westworld. I can remember watching Westworld. This is with an ex-girlfriend. This is years ago, an ex-girlfriend. We're watching Westworld. And I remember planning one of those Ilmagore episodes while watching that show. That actually happened. This is so bizarre. Wood told Rolling Stone magazine that she had been raped twice, once by a significant other while we were together, and on a separate occasion by the owner of a bar. She did not name her alleged rapist, and she didn't for some time. In 2016, Wood became friendly with Gore. Oh, yeah, that's what lesbians call it, I guess. We're just getting friendly. Yeah, friends with Dorothy. A visual artist with a history of trying to get attention by carrying out audacious publicity stunts. This is like, they can't just say, eh, she's an attention seeker. They can't do what the internet does and go, she she a clout chaser. She out there just chasing clout. It ain't nothing. They can't say that. But in so many legalese terms, they're basically saying, yeah, um, she's a bullshit artist. She made a toilet. Wood and Gore have been romantic partners since approximately 2019. Upon information and belief, sometime between 2016 and 2019, Wood told Gore that she was raped by a significant other, not Warner, but Wood had not and would not publicly accuse this person. So you know Ilma Gore. She's sitting there. Her Australian brain is cooking up. And like she's plotting. She's scheming at all times. She has to. It's the only way a woman like her can survive. I've dated women like this. Not lesbians. Well, not while I was with them anyway. <laughs> they might have they switched sides after me. Um, I have dated women like this where every single thing is a 
it's just another stepping stone of survival. You are just one little stone in their path, and they're scheming, and they're looking to the next thing they need to do. They're looking to the next guy they need to use. Even the lesbian. This is what's so sick about it. You can't even avoid it with a lesbian. Even a lesbian's like, how do I use a man to get further ahead in life? Uh, how about you just marry, like, a really rich lesbian, you know, keep that problem into your bed-death lifestyle? Um, so they wouldn't accuse him. Uh, in February 2018 and in April 2019, Wood gave sworn testimony before the U.S. Congress and the California State Senate in support of proposed legislation which, uh, with which she and the Phoenix Act were affiliated. She testified that she had been raped once by a significant other and again by another attacker after hours at a bar. But she did not name either of them. Around this time, Wood and Gore conspired about how Wood and others could accuse Warner of abuse. Days before her testimony to the California State Senate, Wood incorporated the Phoenix Act. She serves as its CEO, CFO, and corporate secretary. Gore has been employed by the Phoenix Act since approximately 2019. This a whole ass business. She ain't a businesswoman. She a business woman. Does that still work? I don't know. Since at least 2019. Uh-oh, we're getting to screenshot territory. This is, this is about to heat up. Since at least 2019, Gore has been mired in significant financial troubles. <laughs> How good does it feel to hear a goon's doing bad? Especially a goon who's actually ripped us off. How nice is that? So we never would have, without the beautiful help of Marilyn Manson, we would never know that Ilma Gore ain't doing so hot. I've been sitting here thinking the whole time, man, she ripped off thousands and thousands of dollars from people. Who knows how much she sold that toilet for? And God knows all these other schemes she's been up to, putting up those micro-penis Trump statues everywhere. She must have gotten paid by somebody for that shit. If she's hanging out in the L.A. art scene and getting hooked up with actresses, somebody's keeping her afloat and probably giving her money, paying her to do some stupid bullshit. Nah. Nope. She sucks so bad. <laughs> Even the grift doesn't work. Even the LA art scene isn't willing to give her money. You've got to be the worst artist in the world for the retards of LA, these scum-sucking, valley-dwelling morlocks of the art scene of Los Angeles to not at least throw you a couple dollars for your toilet. Since at least 2019, she's been mired in significant financial troubles. For example, her family members have presented evidence that Gore committed crimes of identity, identity theft, theft by opening credit card accounts in the names of her twin sister. And I knew she had a twin. I've actually, I was Facebook friends with her twin sister at a point and deceased mother, you thought it was bad when she was willing to rip off homeless kids? How about her own dead mom, ladies and gentlemen? The woman who shot up the uh, U2 headquarters was a hero. I agree wholeheartedly. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. 
Hot awful makes me do that. How do you do that? Now, I was sent some messages. This stuff is alleged, but I was sent some messages by, by somebody who claims to be in the know that apparently there's some more crimes going on in the Gore family. Um, I think Ilma, I think both of Ilma's parents are dead, but part of what ended, uh, made her end up here in the U.S., um, she's actually from America. Her mother is American. That's why she can live here. Um, but she spent most of her upbringing in Australia. Her father was Australian and had a business there, and apparently he went to prison for something. There were some sort of crimes going on, maybe embezzling. I don't know, some sort of corporate-type crimes going on there. He's dead now. I'm shocked she didn't try to take out a credit card in his name, uh, probably because he probably went bankrupt before that. Her brother, according to this source, this is all alleged, allegedly. allegedly. Let me put on put the on allegedly, allegedly knows. This is alleged. alleged. According to a source, Gore's brother is also, or perhaps was at some point, in prison for crimes. So this is a family of crime committers. This goes on to say, and borrowed money from an elderly family member under false pretenses, ripping off grandma, the classic scheme. That's straight out of Better Call Saul. Claiming that it was to assist with the purchase of a house, which Gore never carried out. Gore wrote in a notebook left with her family that her goal of being involved with the Phoenix Act was to make money. <laughs> now, this is what I was saying. Don't explain your art, Ilma. Keep it a secret because here is a screenshot and it says Phoenix Act to protest to make money doing that. Which is like, that's what a retarded child would write, but thank you. I have I can't help it. <laughs> I mean, why would you? It's like, if this was a bigger story and conspiracy guys were into it, they would go, oh, that's planted. This is a false flag. She's a crisis actor. None of this is real. This is like the manifesto they find that flew out of the plane or something after the wreckage. This is what you find to explain the guy who shot a lady live on the news. And you're like, what? Wait, why would this happen? I don't understand. And then they go, oh, actually, he was carrying on him a notebook that detailed his plans where he wrote them outright like, a, <laughs> like no human being has ever done. I want to make money by, <laughs> by scamming people. My my idea to scam people. Ah, yes. And then she sat there rubbing her hands together. Got uh, Gurgot is right. I don't know what that means. Keeping a written record of criminal plans. Top tier. Yes, thank you. So it goes on to say the Phoenix Act engages in fundraising. Include. Oh my God! Every GoFundMe. It is a GoFundMe. The Phoenix Act engages in fundraising, including through multiple listings on crowdfunding website GoFundMe, where people can donate money to the Phoenix Act. How many times have I said GoFundMe, every single GoFundMe, is a scam? Why on earth would a charity need a GoFundMe? The point of your nonprofit organization that you set up is that you can collect money for that nonprofit. Those are donations. You don't need an in-between 
that is taking a percentage of that unless of course you're a scammer and you just don't know how to set anything up and unless of course you are operated by Ilma Gore who is well known for scamming on GoFundMe. Um, at least one such GoFundMe page for the Phoenix Act stated that its goal was to raise $250,000. Well, that'll unrape the women. If only we had, listen, all we need is an amount of money that you can stack. A pile, if you will. If we had a pile of money, none of these women's vaginas would have ever been raped at all. Certainly not by Marilyn Manson. The Phoenix Act and those acting on its behalf advertise and promote it as being affiliated with wood, including in connection with fundraising. Now, this is interesting. You'll notice that the amount of talk about Evan Rachel Wood, the actual accuser, is going to drop off as this keeps going. And the amount of Ilma Gore talk is going to increase. This is really more of a lawsuit against Ilma Gore. This is a goon lawsuit, which technically means. This is a law suit. We're going to be keeping our eyes on this one. Uh, what else does it say here? The Phoenix Act describes itself as a survivor-led nonprofit created by Evan Rachel Wood that works to end the cycle of domestic violence through organizing and passing legislation across the country. Underline added. The Phoenix Act is seldom discussed online or in the press without reference to Wood. In 2019, Wood and Gore began secretly working on a, and I love that they put this in quotes, documentary. And again, I've seen a few clips of this documentary now. It ain't a documentary. There's a reason there's an actress in this documentary. You, you won't believe what you see when this thing comes out. Um, they began working on a documentary film project to chronicle Wood's activities on behalf of the Phoenix Act. In summer 2020, when HBO officially signed on to the project, Wood had never publicly alleged that Warner abused her. So HBO signed on on the merit of it being Evan Rachel Wood. That's a famous enough person. But imagine the salivating that happened over it. HBO knows. When she was like, oh, by the way, it's Marilyn Manson. It's Marilyn Manson. Wood had never publicly alleged that Warner abused her. However, just weeks later in September 2020, Wood decided for the first time that she would accuse Warner of abuse. On February 1st, 2021, after months of conspiring with Gore on how to use Wood's celebrity status to recruit other women and coordinate their stories, Wood posted on her Instagram page the false claim that Warner had abused her. That same day, several other women assisted and coordinated by Wood and or Gore, and I have a feeling it's Gore, sought media attention with remarkably similar public abuse allegations against Warner. Those claims, like Wood's, were false. I have to imagine until all of this started happening, that Marilyn Manson was a big fan of gore. Now, not so much. This deluge of, of allegations against Warner brought renewed attention to the Phoenix Act and Wood, and in doing so, provided more manufactured content for the HBO project. Its director... <laughs> I don't know why I did this. Its director, Amy Berg, 
confirmed this fact in an interview with Variety, stating that naming Manson obviously created a lot more story for us. I think emphasis on the created. It became a two-part film in the edit bay. On or around January 12th, 2022, it was announced that part one of the project, titled Phoenix Rising, would premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2022, and that both parts would air on HBO in March. It's coming! Ah! Predictably, both Wood and Gore are prominently featured and heroically depicted in the documentary. It is difficult to heroically depict really anybody involved in this entire story. That would be a very tall order. Just as Wood had intended, her public allegations against Warner would be seen to corroborate, albeit falsely, her prior statements and testimony that she had been abused by one significant other. And in turn, the public allegations by several other women would be seen to corroborate, corroborate, albeit falsely, Wood's allegations. She also hoped to absolve her reputation for having a wild past and her embarrassment for having been in a serious long-term relationship. Stop saying that. Excuse me, Manson's lawyers, please stop saying how embarrassing it is to be with the man. He's already got the goiter going. He's got enough problems on his plate. Can you just not say that it is gay to be with him? (laughs) Just in a legal document. You know, I've seen a guy get accused of being legally racist. I've seen a guy get accused of being legally gay. You're basically saying Marilyn Manson is legally an incel if you keep doing this. Stop! As explained in more detail below. The timing and overlapping substance of the public accusations against Warner was no coincidence, but rather the product of a wrongful conspiracy by Wood and Gore to organize, coordinate, and promulgate false allegations about Warner. From approximately 2019 to the present, Wood and Gore have conspired to recruit, coordinate, and pressure people to claim that they were abused by Warner and that it took 10 or more years to realize this. In furtherance of this wrongful conspiracy, and in order to enrich herself and benefit Wood, Gore committed a number of illegal acts. Wood acted in furtherance of the conspiracy and aided and abetted Gore's unlawful conduct, a.k.a. Ilma Gore is the mastermind. They're just straight up saying it. They're saying Evan Rachel Wood, yeah, she was there. She was the getaway driver, and she might have driven off without Ilma if Ilma hadn't gotten out of there just in time. You know, if she didn't see the money bags running at her within five minutes like they planned, she probably would have taken off and not helped her out. It was Gore who was masterminding everything from behind the scenes. Wood and Gore have derailed Warner's career. Wood acknowledged as much in Phoenix Rising when she stated that the film itself, which debuted long after her and Gore's orchestrated attack on Warner began, quote, isn't about revenge or like he's a monster and like he needs to be punished and destroyed. He's already destroyed. destroyed. <laughs> That's scary stuff. That's heavy. 
they're acknowledging the fact that all they're doing is just trying to take a guy down, just ruin a man's life. Wood and Gore recruit, coordinate, and pressure prospective accusers to make false accusations against Warner. Gore used the Phoenix Act in connection with the film project to recruit, coordinate, blah, 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 make false accusations. Gore did this with Wood's assistance and or acquiescence. Together, Wood and Gore coordinated allegations and devised the specific buzzwords, phrases, and talking points that prospective accusers would use when they gave interviews or posted their stories on social media and organized meetings where prospective accusers were encouraged to align their stories and believe not only that their decade-old consensual encounters with Warner were abusive, but also, as multiple accusers have stated publicly, that the alleged abuse caused them to repress their memories for 10 or more years. And this is where we get into something I know a little bit about. This is where my pizza law degree comes out. Repressed memories are bullshit. They don't exist. You don't have repressed memories. If you suddenly later in life go, ah, oh God, I was raped by my dad. That didn't happen. You had a dream, okay? If, if you manage to go this many years without it affecting your life and suddenly a psychotherapist hypnotizes you into thinking you were molested, maybe you shouldn't have gone to the psychotherapist. Maybe you were actually better off before then. Everybody's got problems. Maybe yours wasn't stemmed by uh, this thought that was implanted in your head. I would, here's what I would like from hypnotherapy. To have my memories repressed. <laughs> if something very bad happened to me, I would go, okay, undo that, please. Could we just go back to repressing that? How do we undo the, uh, the hypno coin? Is there, is there some way you can make me drowsy? And we'll, we'll just walk that one back. Gore solicited prospective accusers by phone, text message, email, and or social media with messages such as the following. Now, I'm going to read these messages here in a second, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up the phone lines. We actually have a way to call into the show. You can join our Discord. Um, podawful.com slash Discord is the link. Podawful.com slash Discord. And uh, if you get in there, you can see a channel called Call In and a channel called Green Room. Uh, join the Green Room, and when I'm ready, I'll drag you into the Call In. And if you have anything, any statements, anything you guys would like to say, anything I might be missing out on, any details I might not know, I'm not completely involved in this whole thing. I don't know every detail. I know some of you guys, you're Manson heads out there. You know all of this stuff. So join our Discord, potawful.com slash Discord. I'll take any and all comments on this, but uh, let's keep reading in the meantime. Um, so here are uh, the messages. Whoa, where, where was I? Gore solicited prospective accusers by phone, text message, email, and or social media with messages such as the following. Hey, I know this is a strange way to reach out, but my name is Ilma. I work with the Phoenix Act. <laughs> I run it alongside Evan Rachel Wood, <gasps> a famous person. We were organizing a group of people to meet up in Los Angeles and Zoom slash Skype in to talk about experience they had that might be similar to yours. I'm not sure that you would be interested in participating. You aren't obligated to speak, but if you wanted to listen in, that would be fine. 
It's a small group, and you are personally invited. Oh, wow. I got a golden ticket. If you wanted to know more first, I would be happy to jump on the phone or email more details. Best, Ilma. Hey, were you raped? Anyway, best. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Gore used her proximity to Wood to attract and pressure potential accusers. She bragged to them that she was close with Wood and was acting on behalf of the Phoenix Act, which she ran alongside Wood. Gore wooed potential accusers by claiming that she wanted them to organize through the Phoenix Act Coalition and were personally invited to participate in small groups with Wood. The clear implication was that potential accusers could also be close to Wood, a famous actress, if they participated and agreed to be featured in Wood's film. These meetings, which provided a forum to coordinate allegations, were filmed for Phoenix Rising. Now that is very interesting. So they think that maybe the entire point of this was so that these ladies could get to know a famous lady. And it makes it like, that might sound like bullshit, but think about it like this. That's what Ilma Gore was doing. That's how Ilma Gore got involved, right? Would she be part of this if Evan Rachel Wood was just Mortimer Stymie? Hi, I, I'm starting a thing for raped women. My name's Mortimer. Um, are you famous and or rich? No, I just have a love of uh, women and I would like to see them do well in this life. No, thanks. Bye. Best, Ilma. <laughs> I was right, but uh, I wasn't raped that hard. I don't actually have to talk to Mortimer, so... Gore further enticed potential accusers to allege abuse by suggesting that she was already amassing evidence... Ooh, the evidence is mounting... for a claimed ongoing criminal investigation of Warner. Now, I see we've got, uh, we've got some people joining the server here, so let's get them in so they can see everything... And uh, they might want to call in here. Again, just join the green room, and I'll drag you in when I'm ready there for you. Uh, Gore planned that in addition to filming the small group sessions with Wood and the recruited accusers, the film crew would also record Gore and or Wood dropping their evidence off to law enforcement and Warner's anticipated arrest. Gore and others working on the film with her, also repeatedly referenced a claimed ongoing criminal investigation to intimidate potential accusers, including by suggesting both directly and by implication that if they did not participate, they could be in danger and security would not be provided for them and their families. So Ilma Gore is doing like a racketeer. Like she's, she's a mobster. And listen, uh... That looks like a nice window you have there. Would be a shame if somebody raped it. Wouldn't want to see your business get raped by Marilyn Manson. Unless, of course, you want to join our documentary. I don't know. Uh, let's see what they're saying in the chat room right now. The evidence is amassing. That needs to be a t-shirt, LOL. <laughs> All Mersh did. Okay, we don't care about Mersh. Uh, H2BH says operative. Thank you for being here, operative. I'm H2BH myself. Everybody talking about, we don't care about that. We're here for Ilma Gore. 
We're moving on. But just wait for the porcelain dock, okay? Ha 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 ha. Okay, so there we go. People are talking about other stuff in the chat. That's okay. That's all right. To uh, Soil and Crescendo 2020, though, um, it looked like you guys wanted to join in here on the call. I don't know. Do I have it? I, I'm worried now I have it set up wrong where you can't see the green room and you don't know how to join into the call. We've got Dave the Impaler in here now as well, so uh, we'll add him there as well. All right, so you should be able to join in if you want to say something because um, I feel like I'm missing a ton of stuff. I'm not the most knowledgeable guy. I just know Ilma Gore, and I find it funny. Um, okay, so she's a mob boss, and she's threatening people's families. <laughs> As further evidence of wrongful coordination. See how this is all gore now? Gore provided prospective accusers with a checklist of 21 fabricated acts of abuse to ensure that their public claims against Warner would mirror each other and create the fake perception of a pattern of wrongful conduct, which, by the way, we have that document. We're going to look at that at the end of this. A copy of that checklist is attached here, too, so there you go. The public allegations since made against Warner are not only strikingly similar to each other, but also nearly identical to the recruiting checklist. Uh, Doomed says greetings to the new people. I don't know. Hang on a second. Let me just see here. Uh, hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You guys can see the call yeah. in, in the green room, right? I've got these set up. Yeah. Okay. I believe so, yeah. All right. Just making Everybody sure. Pussies. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But do people, people just don't do call-ins anymore, I suppose. It's not really a thing anymore, is it? I was looking at my own thing, feeling sad, like, should I do something? Why aren't people... Why is nobody doing it? We're all just robots. Well, so, <laughs> while, while I'm in here, uh, is this not the craziest shit you've ever heard about one of our goons? Absolutely. This is so big. She's a this sleeper. Is... Yeah. Dude, Westworld is a good show. <laughs> That's Dolores, man. That's Dolores. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or is it? Maybe she was replaced by another robot. My God, my sister just had a baby last week and named her Dolores. This well, is Dil nuts. or is it? I apologize. Or is it? I'm a fucking gauze bloody toilet came up on my Reddit feed. Yes, Reddit. And well, don't say like, don't oh. say bloody toilet. By the way, especially when talking about Ilma <laughs> Gore. Yuck. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's what we want. That's where the probably avoid the gauze too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just scrolling and I'm like, fucking, that's Ilma Gore. Right. Oh yeah, she's a goon. Oh, that's weird. Goon in the wild. A few days later, pot awful. Oh, you wait, you just saw, you happened to see her the other day? I saw someone posting the toilet randomly the other day. That's crazy. That is it's some serendipitous I think. That's some think serendipitous I'm... stuff right there. So, who here was around for the original Ilma? Was anybody here you know, from yeah, around yeah. old enough back then when uh, we were first covering Ilma. Yeah, it was like a two-year process just to get her to get the fucking tattoo. Oh my god, getting that tattoo was the hardest thing ever. And when she was so mad it actually, watching you replay it because she was excited to get it and never fucking got it. It actually took so long that when she finally got it, so many other crazy things had happened in pot awful lore that it wasn't even that exciting anymore. It just felt like a relief. It was like, well, finally, she fucking, okay, good, she got it. She's not even the only person now who has that tattoo. 
Yeah, it was kind of a gag in a Miami sound machine sound effect. And like, I don't nice remember one. which one of them got it first. Uh, uh, that's a great question. I think Ilma technically got it first, but we actually, a listener of the show got the exact same fetus in a glass of Dr. Pepper tattoo. And so, you know, at that point when other people are getting the tat, it's like, okay, Ilma, we're not, sorry, we're not excited by this anymore. We're still going to make fun of you. We're still going to make sure that your life is not going great from now on. We're going to make sure everybody knows that you're a grifter. Um, and I did, if you uh, check the episodes I put in the $1 level of the pizza fund, uh, one of them, I did an interview with a guy who was doing a documentary on um, Ilma Gore. And I wonder if he's involved in this project too. I don't know. But I talked to him and after our interview, he didn't make the documentary. <laughs> that documentary never came out. It's worth a watch, that episode. Um, by the way, I see we've got some new people in here now. Since I'm in here, I guess they wanted to say something. We got uh, Crescendo and uh, DJ Ray. Did you guys have anything you wanted to add to all of this? Shy. Shy time. Here we go. Hang on. Hello, boys. I have autism. Hey. I can't help it. <laughs> Come on. Okay. This is DJ Ray. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make a request to uh, the DJ of Running with Rifles. No, we're not doing that. That's too in the weeds. We're in something specific here. I was giving these guys a chance to say I wanted to hear the Cope show. All right, I'm going to go back to I'm going to go on the call. In. If anybody has anything they want to say, just jump in the green room. I'll bring you. Any of you guys can come in and say whatever you want. I'd uh, be glad to hear it. All right. Um... There we go. Back in. Oh, no, I'm in the green room now. Let's get in that call in. There we go. Okay, so where did we leave off here? Gore provided prospective accusers with the checklist of fake uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, as further evidence, blah, blah, blah. Or, uh, oh, making sure that they would mirror each other and create the fake perception of a pattern of wrongful conduct. A copy of that checklist. We read that. Would admitted to this. Where did I leave off? Almost word for word. Uh, my story. Okay. Oh, so they're all saying like, oh my God, that your story is so similar to mine. That's so weird. We all have the same story after checking off these check marks. Oh my God. My repressed memories are coming back. As further evidence of coordination upon information and belief, Gore provided and or edited scripts for one or more of the recruited accusers to read from in describing their alleged abuse by Warner in media interviews. An example of one such script is a, is attached here to blah, blah, blah. In addition to prompting specific allegations with checklists, Gore, with Wood's assistance and or acquiescence, encouraged prospective accusers to fabricate, change, embellish, and exaggerate their stories, including to make up that they had been raped by Warner, trafficked by Warner, and were too uh, scared to speak out. Indi don't you by the way let's say marilyn manson is trafficking girls you think maybe somebody might recognize him doing that it would be pretty hard to hide that operation indeed wood and gore convinced prospective accusers that their failures to allege of abuse over the past 10 plus years was not because no abuse occurred but instead because abuse caused people to repress their memories Multiple accusers have publicly admitted that until their meeting with Gore and Wood, 
they had no memory of abuse. That is pretty damning. That these meetings unlocked new memories and that they learned from other participants in Woods and Gore's groups things they would later accuse Warner of. <laughs> scary, scary stuff. Um, let's see what they're saying. Uh, well, time for my last glass of man Manson. Oh, Manson. Is that the Marilyn Manson absinthe? This guy says this is too great. Um, it's a goon pod. Okay. Sounds like, oh, God. Um, the host is obviously a black man. Now, wait a second. What? Do you mean black in heart like Marilyn Manson? Sorry, I'm reading the chat room. The cash helps you remember. Yeah, the cash probably does help. Slick the wheels a little bit on that whole memory thing. Man, the I don't know, Evan Rachel Wood. The gears just ain't spinning. You got anything that might lube them up a little bit? She gets down on her knees and starts licking their pussy, and they're like, no, 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 wait, hang on a second. I'm not Elma Gore. Like one of those gay shows they are in. I don't know. This is brutal, says Bishop Borg, uh, my good friend Caleb. Okay, hang on a second. Now, we're probably running long on time here. We are. We're going to run out of time on this one, and there's a lot more in here, but that doesn't mean we're going to stop checking this out. Instead, we are going to go into a pod after show, but I promise before we do that, I'm going to show you the attached documents and also Ilma Gore's response. There's a lot more in this document. It's very crazy. We're going to do the whole thing in the pod after show. Podawful.pizza, the $6 level gets you access to our pod after shows. By the way, on Wednesdays, we do a whole other episode of Pod Awful. Not a bonus show, not extra stuff. This is a full-fledged episode of Pod Awful. Wednesday nights in the Pizza Fund in the $12 level. Pod Awful. Many levels to choose from. You can even join for six months at a time and get a full month for free. Check it out, podawful.pizza. Immediately following this episode, we'll go live and finish this out in the pizza fund, but I don't want to prevent you from seeing these attached documents. I'm not going to do that to you. And plus we got a big finish here for you. So let's scroll down to the good stuff. Let's check out the attachments. This is where things get good. Um, blah, blah, blah. Jury demand. Okay, here we go to who. So this is one of the pieces of evidence, evidence. to whom it may concern. Please be advised that Ms. Evan Rachel Wood is a key witness in connection to a criminal investigation in Los Angeles, California, involving an international and well-known public figure. The safety of Ms. Wood, her family, other victims, and of their families are of the utmost concern during this time. This is the faked FBI document written by Ilma Gore. <laughs> That's nuts. This is so insane to do because she used an actual FBI agent's name. So, of course, the police, whoever was investigating this, they asked the FBI agent. They, they called him up. They said, hey, Bob Jones, uh, FBI, and he was like, yes, this is Bob Jones. They're like, uh, you investigating Marilyn Manson for rape? And they said, never heard of it. Don't know what you're talking about. I mean, make up a name. 
Who did Ilmagor send this insane letter to? The victims. The potential victims. The women she wanted to feel scared that if they didn't come forward, Marilyn Manson might send his goon squad after them. This was her letter of, hey, uh, why don't you watch your back a little bit there, huh? You want to be on our side or you want to be on the side of being raped by a monster? Hi, I'm the FBI. Hi, I'm the FBI. Ilma Gore is sick in the head. This is so crazy to do this. This is, this is, these are criminal sociopaths. In fact, the goons are getting so criminal with everything they're doing. They need to be locked up. They need to start going to prison. Actually, that gives me an idea. Huh. A prison for goons. All right, anyway, let's check the next document. We'll come back to that at a later time. Here's attachment B. This is the checklist, and I love this checklist. It's so funny. Um, so it says name redacted, contact redacted, willing to testify, yes. Sexual, and then they've got sexual partner, spouse, or staff, and or band member. They tried to get who did they try to get? Uh, Twiggy Ramirez to sign up. Were you raped by Marilyn Manson? Twiggy, I'm a guy. Oh. Sorry, the baby doll dress confused me. I, I didn't know. Well, go about your day then. So this person, whoever they were, whoever leaked this document, they checked off that they're a sexual partner and a spouse. And then here are the things they wanted you to check off if they've ever happened to you as one of Marilyn Manson's potential victims. Offered project or professional opportunity that never came to fruition or was vastly different to how it was first presented. By the way, welcome to Hollywood. <laughs> this is, that's kind of, listen, I'm not saying like, uh, you know, Weinstein was doing the right thing, but I have a feeling this is how almost every project never gets off the ground in Hollywood. And it's very funny to read that because that means that must have happened to Evan Rachel Wood or somebody, somebody that happened to. And they were like, oh, shit. So, OK, we got to include that. This is part of the checklist. Ilma's like, oh, I'll write that down. And then right underneath that, she wrote to make money. Here's another one. Rape. <laughs> OK, that's a good one. Blood drinking. Now, again, that's on the list of things where Marilyn Manson would be like, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, no, totally. I do that one. That one's real. Yes. Net your honor. Next, um, guilty as charged. Next, commercial sex act or acts. Now, what does that mean? I mean commercial sex. So he paid you to do it? You're not really, you can't check off sexual partner or spouse if he paid you to do it. That's not the same thing. You're then a prostitute. If he paid you to do it, you don't get to complain. That's your job. You're a sex worker and we support sex workers. Sorry, at this law firm, we support sex work. Cut or assaulted during sex without prior consent. <laughs> Tied up or bound. This is my favorite one. Locked in bad, bad girl, girl room. <laughs> so they are alleging that Marilyn Manson, and I believe this. I 100% believe this, by the way. They're alleging Marilyn Manson has a room in his home called the bad girl room where he sends bad girls to go be bad. You're not allowed out until you're good again. I have a
a feeling he would want them to be bad, though. That's actually, it's a little Munster-esque that way. Are they... Are you bad when you are good at Marilyn Manson's house? Like maybe you uh, you shouldn't have watered those flowers. Look at you being thoughtful and baking me cookies to the bad girl room. Please padlock yourself in. This is what's so crazy about this one, though, on the checklist. It says, uh, <laughs> it says locked in bad girl room or unable to physically leave. Now, that is a incredibly open-ended that's a lot like saying um uh did he ever did he ever uh shave your eyelashes off using an old-timey straight razor and or tell you you're pretty because <laughs> if he told you you're pretty you have to check that one but that doesn't mean he locked you up in the crazy room that doesn't mean you were in the panic room the the reverse panic room of his Jodie Foster style house made to guard girl to make sure she doesn't leave or commit suicide. <laughs> I like to, <laughs> I like to imagine Marilyn Manson's house is like a hall of mirrors. It's like a crazy, bizarre, fun house. And <laughs> if you spend too long in it, you just slowly go insane. Willy Wonka style. Uh, we've got Dave the Impaler in the uh, in the call in here. Hi, Dave. How's it going? You uh, you got your microphone there? You wanted to call in? I saw you in the green room. Dave the Impaler, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give him a clap, and then he's going to figure out his mic. Right now, he's trying to figure out, oh, do I pause the stream? What do I listen to? The Discord? Ladies and gentlemen, it's our good friend, Dave the Impaler. Uh-oh. Sounds like he's been locked in the bad girl room. Please don't commit suicide. And he's gone. He went back to the green. He's just now alone in the green room. <laughs> That's bizarre. Let's, I'm going to drag him back in here. <laughs> okay, Dave. How's it going, Dave? You got to talk now. I brought you in here. Now you ha And he deafened himself and muted himself. And now he's undone that. <laughs> Is Marilyn Manson there? Is he in the room with you? Just nod your account if you can hear me. Is he in the room? Give me a sign. Just do one goon alarm for yes, okay? One goon alarm for yes. Two goon alarms for no. Okay, we've also got uh, Crescendo 2020 in here. Hi, Crescendo. Still hasn't figured it out himself. And Ryan Katsu Rivera is also in here. Hi, Ryan. All stars now in the beautiful people. The beautiful people. What? Your parody is just to combine two different songs together? Well, you know, I'm involved in the music world, and I just figured I would uh, contrib contribute, contribute oh, the mashup. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's on, but that's on brand. Okay, well, thank you so much, Ryan. All right, Dave, did you think it's a different song? Dave, different band entirely. Dave, you there? Crescendo, you there? These two guys, they're both here and saying nothing. It is bizarre. Okay, well, we're going to put you over there now. Sorry, back. I'm actually going to change the name. Hang on a second. Let's, uh, let's change the name of the green room to... The bad girl room. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> You're stuck in there. 
Now, could somebody please sit around the bad girl room and make sure these two don't commit suicide while they try to figure out their microphones? Okay, what else did this guy do? <laughs> this is probably all true. Sleep deprivation. Forced to eat on specific eating schedule. Given a dress code. Wait a second. This is just school. Is school torture? Should I be suing my school? Drugged or suspected to be drugged with Rohypnol. This is school. Threatened. <laughs> That's vague. Underage and given drugs and or alcohol. I will say that one is not checked off on here. Scarification. Is that just get, getting scars? A guy jumped in here for two seconds, said one thing, and then jumped out. That was bizarre. This is a scary place to be. I am, I'm actually more scared in the call-in section than I am in the bad girl room at this point. Okay, Dave, did you figure it out? Dave the bad girl. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. I'm, I'm gonna, what is going on inside the call-in? What is happening? What is the trouble? Uh, there's, well, there's no trouble. Um, they have uh, autism and they can't help it. Okay, well, listen, that explains oh, everything. I have autism. I can't help it. <laughs> okay. They're stuck in the bedroom. All right, bad girl 2020. You tried to join. You tried to say something. Bad girl, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, nothing's wrong. Uh, I just found about, found out about you today. Uh, big fan, Thank big you. one day fan. Thank you so um, much. I don't really, I don't short, really have anything short to time, add. But... Short time listener, long time caller. Yeah, <laughs> he's got repressed memories. <laughs> That's true. You've actually seen my show many times before. I've been in your ear as many times as I wanted to be, and you'll never remember. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Which he's one? He's never met you, but you have a. Um, bad girl 2020, which, uh, which of these things would you check off if you were in a relationship with Marilyn Manson? What are the options? Well, you, we got scarification. You into getting scarred. Wait, bad girl I'm 2020, are you watching the stream? It's, it's up on the screen right now. I'm on my <laughs> cell phone, so I don't have the ability to. He's been to talking to people it in might Discord. Be, it might be a little small for him. Um, would you, yeah, are you into scarring or blood drinking or getting threatened? No, I'm, I'm pretty vanilla. Um, uh, oh, really? What does your uh, uh, fet life profile say? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I, you know what? That is the correct answer, and congratulations to you, sir. You're normal, you're legally normal. Congrats. We can remove the bad girl appellation to his name. Now, what was your actual name in here? It was Crescendo. Okay, C -R -E -S -C -E -N -D -O. Crescendo. Crescendo, yeah. you're welcome outside of the bad girl room now. Uh, congrats on figuring out. However, Dave the bad girl is still on thin ice here. <laughs> Dave the bad girl, you got this is your last chance to try to talk, and then you're going back to the bad girl That's room permanently. We are locking you in there. And he server muted himself. What just happened? I just want to make sure he wasn't server muted. Dave the bad girl. And <laughs> what bizarre people. Are... I'm going to have to assume. Listen, it's not my choice. I have to assume you guys are Colonel Kurtz's people. And that is very scary. Colonel Kurtz, watch out. A lot of the people who are watching your uh, YouTube channel. They apparently have been so horrified by the tales of Marilyn Manson's debauchery you've been telling them 
They've been scarified into not speaking anymore. All right. <laughs> I thought I'd give you guys a shot. I'm going to jump back out of here. Um, all right. So let's see what else it says here. Exploiting or uh, exploitation or blackmail of documents, photos, and or video assault slash battery with deadly weapon. If that happened, you'd be dead, right? Like <laughs> presumably if it's a deadly weapon and they use it on you, you're dead. I don't think you could. That one's not checked off, which is good, because otherwise we'd have a Zambie problem going on. Helped to coordinate schedules and or locations of women. I think that's just the job of like a PA. That one's just, that is just an employee's job sometimes. Are they known women or are they strange women? Matching tattoos with Marilyn Manson, a.k.a. Brian Warner. That's illegal now. How many women out there need to be locked up as a result? Was a minor and had a sexual relationship with Marilyn Manson, a.k.a. Brian Warner, and the last one, transported to Los Angeles slash overseas slash interstate. So, great job, Ilma. What a checklist. What a great set. And uh, the person who filled this one out, by the way, checked a lot of these, including blood drinking. But then why did they leak this out? Where did this thing come from? All right. And then here's the last one. This is our final attachment. This is interesting. These are, are these the writings of Ilma or are these the writings of Evan Rachel Wood? Let's see what it says. And see, when he hit me, I started to feel crazy. I thought she was crazy. I saw her scream crying, and he told me she was, and then it's all scratched out, but it says crazy. There was work on a film project. That's all scratched out and then pointed to an arrow that says, I would cry and slit my wrists in the hopes that he'd stop hurting. This is two different handwritings, but I don't know if you're seeing this. There's def so this is this is two people working on getting their story straight. I must have looked crazy. It's even in different it's in different pen colors. It's like there's revisions going on here. I was there to film a project slash music video from the abuse in my career. I was relieved for one night. I would get a break. I realized the filming wasn't professional very quickly, but I didn't want to question him. I could, oh my God, this is insane. Well, I'll tell you, Ilma Gore was not happy about this being shared, not whatsoever. When Marilyn Manson put this out, Ilma Gore put out a response to it. And then Ilma deleted that response. She tried to hide it, from the internet but unfortunately the internet never forgets. never forgets and pod awful when it comes to ilma gore never forgets so pod awful's got a screenshot of those tweets now one of them she left up one of them says bring it the fuck on you rapist pedophile motherfucker Ooh, doubling down let's see how this one plays out but the two she deleted are pretty interesting. Here they are. She says, Obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy. 
but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. Now, I didn't realize this before she deleted it, but this is actually what Marilyn Manson said on Instagram after these allegations were first made. She's attempting to mock him here. This went so poorly for her. So many hate comments popped up. So many people were calling her out that she deleted this one. There's no reason to really delete this one. But the next one she deleted may actually cause her to lose in court. This is incredible. And Marilyn Manson, please, for the love of God, make sure you get this screenshot. Ilma says, before publishing images, be aware that photos and images from my hard drives have been registered with U.S. Copyright Office. This documentation names me as the rightful copyright owner. I have not nor will give permission to use them. A.K.A. the evidence you have is all true. I'm Tom Gully, and you're watching Is This Live, the show on the Podawful TV network, Podawful.pizza. She just posted her own downfall. She admits publicly that any of the stuff found on her hard drives, not only is it made by her, not only is she defending it, she's saying, hey, wait a second. I've actually registered this under my name. You can go look it up. These screenshots where I'm doctoring a letter from the FBI, uh, those are mine, buddy. You can't have them. Don't be publishing those. By the way, Ilma, that ain't how copyright works. You would think a, an artist would understand that. Maybe not a toilet artist, but you would think you'd have some sort of semblance, some sort of idea of when copyright applies. It doesn't exactly apply to a legal document when those files have been entered into evidence. Everybody in the replies, including myself, is responding to her going, well, there goes your case. You lost. You just admitted it. So she admits it. So she admits it. Tweet, 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 tweet. Chirp, 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 chirp. Tweet. And then she deleted it. But this screenshot just keeps getting shared. She can't escape it. Every time she tweets now, this screenshot's going to come up. Every time she attempts to defend herself, this screenshot is going to come up. Now, I'm going to leave you with one last little bit of uh, interesting info I found. You remember in the document there, and again, we're going to go over the full document in the Pizza Fund immediately after the show, Pizza. We'll jump in to hang out with everybody. Everybody will get to jump in and talk about it. We won't do the whole call-in thing. It'll be a lot of fun. But um, you'll remember in that document, Marilyn Manson claimed to have been swatted by Ilma Gore. Well, I have the footage of the swatting because Ilma Gore is so crazy. Ilma Gore is such a chess master when it comes to all this. She's pulling the strings so violently that she actually, after calling in the false police report on Marilyn Manson, she called up friends in the paparazzi that she knows and told them, hey, the cops are going to be at Marilyn Manson's house. You're going to want to get this on camera. Because she knew that if it got shared, 
people would start talking about the abuse allegations. They'd go, oh my God, there's police at Marilyn Manson's house. Does this have something to do with Evan Rachel Wood, who hasn't been with him in a decade? TMZ.com. So take a look. We're, we're right outside the steps of Marilyn Manson's house. The cops have pulled up. Listen to what the paps are saying. Hey, guys, how are you? Now, you hear that? Hey, guys, how are you? That's the guy filming. I don't know if there's multiple or not. It might just be this one guy. And who's first on the scene here? The paparazzi. How did he beat the cops there? So the cops are kind of wandering around. They don't really know what to do. They can't get into the property. They've been told that somebody is screaming for help. They can't. There's somebody being locked inside. They're worried. Ilma Gore called the cops and said she's worried for Marilyn Manson's safety. Her friend Marilyn Manson, a person she does not know. She and Marilyn Manson have never been friends. So the cops don't know what to do. No, no, no. No, 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 no. They're trying to get in the gate. And the paparazzi guy actually jumps in with a little help. Why is she so bad at doing crime, hey, LMAO? Okay, all right, you hear that? Hey, hey, officers. All right, so this guy wants to help him out. Hey, officers. Now, you're paparazzi. You shouldn't be involved in this. We heard someone inside shouting they wanted to leave. No, they're ready. You heard someone shouting they They wanted to leave, but someone wouldn't let them leave. This is just straight up not true. Everyone who was at the house when this happened said this is all bullshit. This place or over there? This place. You notice the accent on this paparazzo? Yeah. Helicopters are swarming. This is huge news. This was everywhere. I saw this. I don't pay attention to stuff like this, and I saw this when it happened. Why is there an Australian man there? before the cops show up telling the police a bold-faced lie that he can hear people inside screaming for help and that they want to leave. Hmm. I wonder what Australian person could have possibly put him up to something as devious as that. I don't know, but we'll figure it out in the pizza fund. Remember, $6 level, Pizza. Get access to all of our archives, all of our uh, pod after shows, and a lot, lot more in the $6 level and immediate access to the pod after show that we're about to do. Meanwhile, I got to start thinking about locking up these fucking goons, man. These guys are truly criminally insane. Well, um, I guess it is a Marilyn Manson episode, so... Uh...
persona against my word. Just ask Johnny Depp what Amber heard. Meet you all the people, meet you all the people. It's fun and games until you're caught out illegal. You can watch my documentary. The FBI will come when I'm done typing. There's no time to relitigate. Accuse every motherfucker that'll bring you fame. Hey, you! Why did you grab?